to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. trying to sneak through on the anniversary because we really don't want to uh, tarnish Mother's Day, you know what I mean, in any shape, shape or form. It is Mother's Day and it was a very big day for everybody, praise God. And uh, we were looking at, uh, they were, Brandy was there, they were looking at wedding pictures a few weeks ago and uh, now she didn't mean it, but Becky looked at him and said, man, you were handsome when I married you. <laughs> said, wow, that's quite a compliment, sweetie. I feel a lot better about myself now, thank you very much. I know you didn't mean that, but it's just, <laughs> just the way it came out. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I'm telling you what. Some of you think 40 years is a long time, but I'll tell you what, your day is coming. I mean, it comes quickly. It comes, 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 so comes, comes, comes. All right, well, I'm not going to keep you too long this morning. Uh, take your Bibles, go to 2 Peter chapter 1. Are you there? Second Peter chapter 1. Well, you got it on our anniversary for 40 years anyway. I'm going to talk a little bit from experience this morning. Second uh, Peter chapter 1, look at verse 3. It says, According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these great and precious promises we might partake of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Say divine nature. Divine. Now, as kingdom people, when we come into the kingdom of God, one of the things that God wants to change in our lives that I found out at a very early age when I was born again is he needs to change our identity. In other words, who we think we are, who, who, what we think we can do, where we think we can go, all those things and the way that we think need to be changed because most of the ideas that we got of who we are and what we can do have come either from the world, from our relation, from our parents, from those around us. And the kingdom of God doesn't line up with like 99% of that stuff that we learned. So when we were growing up, basically we came into a place to where we were struggling, basically because the kingdom of God and what you read in the Bible didn't line up with you. And how many of you know God wasn't going to change the Bible to line up with you so you didn't have to line up with the Bible? So I started making adjustments in my life. And one of those things came with basically understanding, first of all, that you've got to understand that when God created man, he, he didn't create really man and woman. He created man. In other words, man is a species of being. I am a man. My wife is of the species of man. She is just a woman, and I am just a man-man. Are you following me? So everybody in here was a man. We came out of man. We are basically a, the species of man. It's just like dogs. I mean, there's a lot of different species of dogs, but they are all dogs. So everybody's basically a man, and of course, women then were created by God out of the womb, basically, and 
at that time, basically, uh, God made man and put man and women together, and you can call it marriage or whatever took place back then. So when I got in a relationship with my wife and we got married, one of the things that I wanted to do is, I think everybody does, they want to be a good husband. They want to be a good mom. Everybody wants to have kids and raise their kids right and all that stuff, but I had to go with what I was taught so far and had to slowly change the way things were done. We've all come from different generations. I'm basically in the 60s, some of you in the 40s, some of you in the 20s, and all these generations are different because when I was growing up, my parents and grandparents basically, mom, their, my grandma and grandpa basically, what they did was they were different than, than the way people are now. They were different all the way around. In other words, they had a set pattern of what they were gonna do and responsible for. Dad went to work. He came home from work. He ate. He read the paper. He went to bed. He got up. He went to work. He came home. He read the paper. Mom got up. She cooked. She cleaned. She lived in the kitchen. She loved all the kids all the time, doing everything for the kids. And that's all they did back then. And if you check your grandparents, however far back you got to go, that's the way marriages were at that time. It didn't seem like there was a lot of love there, but there was a lot of respect because this is what you're supposed to do, and this is what you're supposed to do. In order to be a good mom, you should be in the kitchen. You should be cooking. You should be taking care of the kids. You should go to bed. You should get back up. You should do it again. And men, what do they do? They got up. They went to work. They came home from work. They read the paper. They read the paper. They went to bed. That's all that they did. And after the war broke out years ago, and that's the really separating line of the two, when war broke out, how many of you know men had to go in the service? And when they went in the service, they had the guns, but someone had to stay behind and make the bullets. So the women who were in their homes, that's what moms do. They stay in their homes. All at once had to leave their homes, and they had to go in the factory and make the bullets for the men who were over there shooting the guns. Are you following me? So everything at that time shifted and switched because now moms aren't home with their family anymore. Basically, they're, and I'm not saying anything's good or bad. I'm just telling you what happened, okay? So keep me, keep me out of it. I'm not giving you an opinion on it. So, so the women are gone, and they're in the factories, and they're making bullets. Then all at once the war ends, and men come back. And all at once when they come back, they, they don't have the jobs they used to have because someone else has the job that they used to have, and it's the woman who they thought belonged in the kitchen raising the kids washing the dishes, doing the things, and that was their place at that time. A woman's, a woman's place is in the home. Do you ever hear that? Yeah. And man, I'm going to put my foot down. Yeah. Well, when they came back, it was hard to put their foot down because before, they were the providers of everything. In other words, my grandma couldn't run away from my grandpa. Where would she go? She got no money. She got no place to go. So they stuck it out. They stayed together. Check out the other. I mean, those people are married 60, 70, 80 some have been married forever, all their life. Why is it? Because that's what they did. They respected what each one did, and they did. But everything changed after the war. The mindset changed. Everything changed to where now women basically were also make, now making their own money. Right. They were buying their own houses. They had their own cars. And the man who's been raised up to be a provider no longer could provide because they were already provided for. He couldn't put their foot down in, their house, in the house anymore because now it was their house. It belonged to them. They had all the money. So men all at once, this mold that they had for all these years had to change their mold because they were no longer going to get up, go to work, do nothing, do nothing. So basically, that's the way my grandparents were, and that's the way my parents were because I'm a little older than some of you in here. That's the way my parents operated. My dad, who I love with all my heart, probably only said 20 words to me a day, and most of them were either shut up, get in a corner, be quiet, because back then, do you understand, it wasn't their fault. That's what they did. And I knew that I had to change something 
different because I didn't want that kind of relationship and stuff. So I went to the Bible and I started studying the kingdom way to be a mom or be a dad. And how many know it's important that each and every one of us still? Stephen, as a grandparent, I'm still learning. What am I learning now? How to handle grandkids. What to say, what not to say. How to handle their parents. How many know their parents have the responsibility over those kids, not me? And you just got to pull back. You got to let them make the decisions. And hopefully you train them up in the right way. So all this stuff started to change all at once. And all at once women came out. And then nobody seemed to be happy for a while. Women weren't happy working. They weren't happy at home. Men weren't happy because they weren't working. And if they were working, they couldn't find a woman because a woman didn't need them anymore. And nobody cared. So all at once the identity got so bad that we're in a point now where men want to be women. It's not working as a man. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try to be a woman. And you got women who want to try to be a man. man. Why? Because they're, they're discouraged. They're depressed. This isn't working out. I don't know what's the matter here, but, but maybe if I become the other sex. Come on, do you see what I'm thinking? It's got all to do with identity and what you identify with. So basically, you've got, you've got girls walking around or ladies that look like men. They got short hair. Boy, they're butch. They're strong. They, they look like something like this. And, and they say, I don't need a man. And I always say, don't worry about it. You ain't going to get one. <laughs> and you've got men doing the same thing. What is it? It's an identity problem. There is an identity problem that's there. And people are trying to grab onto the right identity. So I found out the right identity was the identity of God. What God sees a man like, what God sees a mom like, what God sees a dad like, what all these things. I found out that I could change a diaper and still be a man. I could walk the kids down to the bus stop and still be a man. I could do dishes and still be a man. Now, to other men, I was a wussy. Do you see? Their mentality was there. So what a wuss are you, man? You're doing dishes at your house. Boy, she's got you, brother. I'm telling you what. She got you right where she wants you, baby. I'll tell you that right now. Ever heard that kind of stuff? Yeah, because that mentality was there that this is the way it's supposed to be. But it wasn't working then either, so it needs to be changed to God. So you study the Word of God, and all at once, you actually want to talk to your kids. See, all the things that, that, you, that didn't happen back then were, that were changing, and I believe we are the generation that has opened the door for the generations to below us to actually have a marriage where a man and wife can actually talk. Yeah. Yeah, back then it didn't. You came home from work, you ate, did the newspaper, you went to bed, you had sex, and you went to sleep. And if, you're, if your woman did that, she's a good woman. Praise God, I'm going to keep her around. That's all I need is a good woman like that. But see, things are changing now, aren't they? Things are coming out right. Women are in the world. Women are working. Women got money. Women got everything. And, and women basically are different than men. How many of you know that? We may be of the same species, but these two species are far apart sometimes. Because you read the Bible, women basically are receivers and men are givers. And, and that's good because when you're a man and wife, you give and she receives. Are you following? I give her groceries and she gives me a meal back. Right? You give her sperm and she gives you a? Yeah. You give her grief, she gives you hell. Right? See, you're going to get back what you sow because she's a receiver, brother. I'll tell you what, you give her a word, you get a paragraph. God forbid you give her a paragraph because you're going to get a 12-page book before you're done. Come on, are we talking truth this morning? Yeah. We're different, aren't we? We're all different. When it comes to us, men are logical people. We're just logical people. Women are emotional people. 
So somebody walks up to me after church and says, Pastor, you're stupid. I say, well, let's see. I'm not stupid, so I don't care about that. I'm just going to leave it go and anything about it. But you walk up to a woman and call her stupid. She will know the day, the hour, the time, what the tone of your voice was, what was going on that day. Why? Because she's emotional and she, she logs it, see? We file it away. She puts it on the hard drive. <laughs> see, she can tell you when you said it, why you said it, if you said it. How many men are with me? Uh, man, we just leave it go. We're logical. It's a lot like these two. You ask uh, Talon, do you want this? And Talon will go, well, oh, I, I don't know. You give it to Cashy and say, do you want this? He'll take and go, <laughs> throw it right down. Logical, no. <laughs> I'm not thinking about it. I'm not thinking that thing just going. He'll just chuck it. Give him his bottle. He don't want it. Just throws it on the floor. He don't say, well, let me see if I want this. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's logical already, praise God. He's one. He's one and he's got it figured out. Yeah, that's right. Give him the wobbly. Give it to him. Yeah, so we're all made different, basically. And as you study the Bible and you learn that there's things that you can do that your parents didn't do and your grandparents didn't do, and it's because they didn't know it. How many of you know they just followed the... I mean, we could keep following this same thing, go to work, come home, put the wives back where they belong, in the kitchen and all this stuff, and do it that way. But things have changed, and things have opened up to a place to where we have to make an adjustment with things that have gone on in our life. So basically, as you study the Word of God, you find out that your main purpose as a mom, basically, is to please everybody else in your family. And the main purpose of a dad is to please everybody else. Lay down your life for the others who are there. Well, that's not normal, is it? We want our space. We want to be in control. We want to. I found out I didn't have to scream and yell at my kids in order to be a dad. I didn't have to drink. To be a dad. You look at all the commercials on TV, they, they give you an opinion of what a man's supposed to be like. Do you know that? There's one now by Progressive where, where you don't want to be like your parents. Did you ever see that one? Yeah. My God, they're in an elevator and this guy walks in who's really goofy and he's doing something. But we don't want you to be like your parents. We don't want you to be like. Well, it depends. You want to be like your parents to a point of what you can get from your parents, which is going to help you be a parent. Amen. See? So, so you check the word of God. And we want to take on the divine nature of God. Notice, Jesus washed the disciples' feet. What a wuss. Right? Well, you can imagine walking in and some guy sitting there washing three other men's feet. You say, what a wuss is that guy, man? He's, you're whipped. <laughs> Heard that. You're whipped. Okay. See, and all this stuff was basically to keep us in that man mold that wasn't doing us any good anyway because we didn't have the relationships that we needed, didn't have the things to do. So as we continually evolve and progress, now I see in the younger generation a different type of generation all the way together. You know, even like these two, they're not that far behind us, but their family is different. It's growing. There's love there. The ones behind that, you got these over here, you know, AJ and Bethany. They're growing up with their kids. They're with their kids. They're talking to their kids. They're talking to each other. It's transvolved and, and moved in such a good direction. How many of you know that? But how many of you know you might have a little bit to go yet? So as it talks about through the promises of God, I want to put on the divine nature of God. You have to talk yourself into being who you really are rather than who everybody else tells you you are. You're the most patient person in the world. You're a holy person. You're a righteous person. You're, you're an anointed person. You're all these things. And as you grow in that, you can convince yourself that you're the best mom in the world and you'll start acting like the best mom in the world, the best dad in the world, the best dad in the world. So what we're doing, we're slowly in our mentality changing the way things used to be into a thing that's better. Everybody looks at everything going on in the world's negative. I see some positive. 
some positive things going. I see young people getting married who really love each other, who are having kids and raising those kids right and doing what's right. And, you know, we can't go back. How many of you know that? Would I like to have known a lot more when I was raising my two boys? Oh, yes. Did I make mistakes? Yes. But how many know you can't go back and do anything about it? You can just go forward and try not to make that mistake then with grandkids and help your kids out the best that you can with the wisdom and knowledge that you've gained over time. When I was raising my kids, one thing was I still had not come out of religion into kingdom. And that's a bad place to have your kids because you use religion against them. Well, if you do that again, blah, 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 always a penalty for this or that. And they grow up with, in fear because they're afraid of doing anything wrong or making a mistake. Well, it shouldn't be that way. Do you know what I mean? It should be a kingdom of love. It should be an acceptance. It should be... So all these things change, and as we get all of those things change on the inside of us. But even if you're my age, I've got something to give my kids and grandkids. If you're younger and you're just parents, you're still working on your kids. Hallelujah. You've got a ways to go. And how many know your kids are a full-time job at every age? See? Well, I can't wait till they grow up and praise God they're walking. Oh, my God, I wish they wouldn't be walking. I can't keep up with them. Every time I put them down, they run someplace. I can't wait till they get to school. Oh, my God, this school is a real pain. You know, kids are there. Nobody likes them. Then they get to be teenagers. Now you're thinking, I wish I'd have never got married. I wish I'd have never got married. I wish I'd have never got married. I wish I'd have never. Because all at once, they know more than you do, you know, overnight. There they are with this stuff. And other things come. So there's changes that come in our life. And I mean, we're all going to go through different changes, aren't we? Things are changing every single day with our kids, with ourselves, with our marriage and everything else. And basically, you know, have, have we been through some tough times? I believe we've been through tougher times for her than me because I'm a little bit different. You know, I can take 14 stabs in the back and just walk down the road. It don't make any difference to me. But, but they're, I mean, you know, women are more emotional. So when things happen in her, it's a little bit tougher, a little bit harder, and I understand that too. So I'm there when those things happen. And, and as men, you've got to understand, what you say to your wife, she is going to remember. Come on, right? She's going to remember. And moms, you know, you have a responsibility still. It don't mean you go out and work and you just ignore your kids now. you still got the same job there, but hopefully you've got help. See, back in the old days, you didn't get no help. You never thought of making breakfast for the kids. Are you kidding me? Come home and make supper for the kids. It didn't happen. Personally, I like to cook. If I cook, I get what I want. <laughs> Come on. Amen. Can I hear an amen? Yes. Dear Lord. I, I cook. I like what I cook. I can cook something I don't like. I ain't that stupid. Or that old. I, give me a break here. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with cooking. There's nothing wrong with doing this thing. It's a partnership together. It shouldn't be separated by this is your job, that's your job, this is your job, that's your job. You know, if you're a young father and the baby poops his panties, change it. Honey, get over here. <laughs> this kid pooped again. Do something about it. You know, that's the way the old days was. I don't think I can ever remember, you know, my father back in that days because it was different ever changing a diaper ever even thinking about changing a diaper at that time. But back then, things were different again, see? I had, I had a break. I had three younger sisters. So how many you know at a young age, I was changing diapers. I didn't have a chance to put on the male ego yet. <laughs> I was still doing what I was told to do. And if mom said, would you change that diaper? I changed the diaper, you know? I didn't know I was messing up as a man. <laughs> I didn't know I fell out of the mold. Yeah, so there's changes that we make, and everything in our life has an effect. has an effect with our raising our kids, doing whatever. And I see moms in this church, and we've got some great moms, I'm telling you what, in these church. 
I mean, you look around, you can see the kids, you can see what they're doing, you see they love God. It's another generation of people coming up. And thank God because there's not that many out there, and we need all that we can get in the hour that we're living in right now. So continue, continue to raise those kids, Mom. Continue to do what you're called to do. Sometimes they'll get mad at you. That's all right. They'll get over it. It may take a day, a week, a month, but they'll get over it. Just do what you know God's telling you to do in every situation. Raise them up. Discipline them when they need disciplined. They won't die, although they look like it. You know? Oh, that's it. Oh. I mean, they can be dramatic, especially girls. My God. God bless you. I had boys. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. As girls, it would be really dramatic for you. You took their whole life from them if you don't do something. Praise God. But how many know you can't give in? We're going to do it the kingdom's way. You understand? We're not going to, well, everybody else's parents, I don't care what everybody else's parents say. I'm not everybody else's parents, and I'm not responsible for them. I'm responsible for you, and we're going to do it the kingdom way. That's the way we do things here because we know it already works. So daily as we're reading this Bible, it's not just to cast out devils and heal the sick. It's to take on the identity of who we're supposed to take on in the kingdom of God. And through that identity, we touch other people, especially our own families, our own wives, our own husbands. But as mom, there's a great responsibility, but there's also a great responsibility of being a dad at the same time. And there's a lot of girls who have grown up in this day and age without fathers. How many of you know that? And many of them that had the fathers they had didn't really have that kind of father because at that time yet they weren't being the father they should have been because they didn't know no better. They just learned from their fathers out there. And I'll tell you, if, if you read the Bible, it's my last point, so I can get out of here without anything thrown at me. <laughs> if you read the Bible, what a young girl really wants is a father. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. That's what they want. They don't want a hunky-dory. They don't want muscle man, Willie. They don't want any of this stuff. They want somebody who will continue to father them from the father that they had to pass from one to the next. That's why a young man is supposed to go to the father of the young girl and say, can I have your daughter? And he says, can you provide for her the way I've provided for her? Can you love her the way I've loved her? And if he says no, then he says, bye-bye. That was the whole point of going to your, you just wanted to say, hey, can, can I have your daughter? Yeah, take her. Thank God. Get her out of here. <laughs> no, it wasn't that way, basically. He, he was supposed to be looking out for his daughter and making sure the man that was coming there was there. And I'll tell you, where all the change takes place in the Bible was where God put the species of man to begin with, and that was in the Garden of Eden, which equals the atmosphere and presence of God. So if you want to find out how to be a better mom and a better dad, a better grandparent, whatever, you need to be in the presence of God. That's where you learn through the word. That's through revelation. It comes from the Holy Spirit to do things outside the revelation. You young girls, do we have any young girls in here that aren't married yet other than Luann? How about that compliment, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a star for that one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But like here, I mean, she waited on a man who was godly, who loved God, who was going to have to go. She wasn't going to marry him, then instruct him and bring him in. Just give me a chance. I'll marry him. He'll change. Yeah, he'll change. You're seeing his best right now. You better enjoy it because it's going to get worse. See, so what, you want to find somebody who's pursuing God, someone, who's in a, someone who loves to come to church, someone who loves to praise and worship, somebody who loves to read the word, somebody like that. That's what you need to be looking for, not who, oh, this guy's cute, ooh, and he's handsome over here, ooh, 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 because it don't work out that way, and that's the younger generation doesn't understand that that's so important, and even church people don't understand that. 
young church, some people that, that come, you know, and want to get married. I'm thinking, what are you thinking about even? My gosh. Does he like to go to church? No. Is he Christian? No, he will be after we get together for a little bit. Yeah. And you'll be back here next week and the week after and the week after and the week after. No, we've got to find somebody of equal yoke with us, praise God. And you can find out, when I married her, I didn't know God from a donkey. No, I was just an alcoholic. So, but I was sexy and I knew it. So we stayed together, but we didn't date for three months and then decide we dated for what, eight years, seven years, eight years? Yeah, we were together a long time. Mainly that was, I don't even know if I want to go into this. Mainly it was because when I started dating her, after about six months, her dad came in my driveway and said, you better leave my daughter alone. Remember that song? Yeah, the only difference was in the song, it was funny, but he meant it. And I'm going to tell you why. He's a great guy. We get along great now and everything else. But she was 14, and I was 19. Now, this was back when that wasn't that bad. Now you go to jail for that. But back then, it's a small town. Everybody knows everybody, you know, blah, 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 blah. And that's when we started dating. So it was very young, and it was very different that time. So, I mean, we weren't going to get married when she was 15 and a half. So we waited a while, we went together, we learned about each other, we learned a lot about each other before Amen. we got married. And I think that's important sometimes. You really have to get to know the person that you're going to marry before you marry them. Because like I say, we've been married how long now? 40 that years. means 40 years with the same person. How many of you in here are under 40? Yeah, you can't even imagine it, can you? Yeah, 40 years, married. That's not living, that's just married. He used to come up to my dad all the time and say, how long have you been married? He says, all of my life. <laughs> so we don't want to do that in 35, 40 years. No, we want to continue to grow in our relationship. We want to continue to grow in everything, praise God. But how many take a kingdom identity in order to do that? It's all written out in the book. We just got to find the book, basically, and how it changes us. Say, changes us. And as we change, we're better moms every day. We make a mistake. It's all right to say, I'm sorry. Praise God. To your child, no matter how old they are. Hey, daddy made a mistake. Hey, mommy made a mistake. Then they feel like they can do that also. See, I mean, if daddy made a mistake, I can make a mistake and apologize, too, at the same time. But if you never apologize, then they're going to think, well, that's the way to do it. So, so hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. I think Talon's had enough. I think she's ready. What's she eating? What you got there? Cheetos off the floor? Okay. See? This is great. She's not my kid. This is grandparenting. Want to come? Want to come say hi to everybody? Come on. You too shy? Come on. You've never been shy in your life. Come on. Cashy's the shy one. Want to come, come say hi to everybody? No? You're too busy eating? You're not talking? Oh, okay. Well, that's why I stayed with my wife. I had that effect on most girls. But no, enjoy your days today. I want you to take a rose of your choice along with you. Praise God, because we love each and every one of you, and we're so proud of you, and uh, praise God. Hopefully your kids are doing something special for you today. We love you, and we will see you Wednesday night at 730. Hallelujah.
presentation by tcbc.com. You can also find us on Facebook and YouTube. So remember to seek first the kingdom.